from the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. Well, it has reached that time on Friday night where I need to get a big block of ice, drop it in a double old fashioned, throw that Campari vermouth and gin into a shaker, shake that puppy up and pour it with a twist of orange. It's Negroni time. It's uh, Radio Night Live. It's Fun Friday. She's Christine Nicholas, by the way. Hello, lady. Hello, Kevin McCullough. So good to be with you. And happy Friday. Um, you know, it's a Friday before Halloween, so it's a little crazy here in uh <laughs> and nicer West weather Chester. this yeah. Friday night than we had a week ago. We For our big broadcast for Broadway, everybody that came to see us got drenched. So I felt including bad for Including you. Including you. But the Brooklyn <laughs> Deli did, they did deliver on the Negroni. I was, I, you know, I, you know, I'm very picky about that and, and they, they landed it, they landed the plane on that one. Oh, that's good. Good to know. Yeah. It's been quite a week. I mean, since we did our Broadway broadcast, uh, you know, it's, it's just been an exciting week. I do want to thank our guests that joined us. Uh, you know, Fiona Rudin on How to Dance in Ohio was there. We had Kevin McCollum from Six. Uh, we had Bruce Sussman from Harmony. I mean, we had some really exciting guests. Tom Harris, of course. Julie Boardman. Yeah. I mean, it was really fantastic from the, yeah. from the Broadway Museum. Speaking of T-Square, Tom Harris, I happened to be with him on Wednesday evening as uh, the Empire Steakhouse opened up its fifth location, uh, this one in Times Square, nice. uh, 51st Street. Yeah, and it, we were joined by the mayor, uh, Mayor Adams, and oh. Charlotte St. Martin, uh, Melva Moore, um, the uh, new MJ. So it was kind of a Broadway star-studded affair uh, to open up a steakhouse by a vegan mayor. Go figure. But he was there. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, last week... Um, and I, I did a whole segment of this on my TV show, but um, and the mayor and I don't see eye to eye on a whole bunch of things politically. He has done this show, and we've we've had a great time chatting. But the speech that he gave in the aftermath of the attack from Hamas on Israel uh, that he gave uh, to the basically the Jewish population of New York City, but to the city as a whole, was just inspiring. I mean, brought me to tears. And if I had been able to see him, I would have said, Eric Adams, thank you for that leadership. Uh, and I think that he's followed through on that. You know, we, we live in pretty turbulent days these days uh, with all of the college campus protests and stuff. And it took real leadership for him to stand up there and say the things he said as strongly as he said. And um, I, I, I really appreciated it and uh, just wanted to make sure that the AM 970 uh, audience heard that as well. Absolutely. I, we did. I had um, a chance to thank him for that in person. And from the podium, I thanked him as well uh, for being not only in Times Square, but um, being really a wonderful advocate for for New York City. And again, I mentioned we don't always see eye to eye, uh, especially right. with some of the policies that are a bit beyond his control. Uh, you know, so I think he's trying to make uh, lemonade out of lemons. I'm not. I'm not so sure Tough where job. this. I mean, given the mess he inherited, it yeah. was. It's yeah. It's it's a every day you wake up and there's a whole new pile of problems. But you know, he's he's yeah. come through on some of those things for us, and really grateful for that. Yeah. I, It'll be interesting how the tent policy works out, but maybe yeah. this is really just to raise more awareness about what's going on because, you know, if we keep having hundreds of thousands of migrants come to New York City and the, fe and, and the federal government thinks that we can absorb them without any consequences, uh, that is just not a sustainable situation for New York City. And maybe by uh, putting them out front and center, I think maybe this is what the mayor is thinking, that people will notice it and uh, take more action on 
fixing this problem from Washington instead of from New York City. Well, you know, his speech that he made that day, he referenced his experience as a police officer and then as a borough president and then as the mayor. And I just have to wonder, because, you know, he's called out the president a few times on the on the migrant issue. And I, I just wonder what gives a senator from Delaware the insight to think they know better about how to run a city when it comes to migrants coming there than the guy that's been in the city the entire time he's been in the public eye, right? I mean, Adams has, has been here start to finish uh, and I don't, I mean Biden has been here maybe a couple of times to visit, but that's about it. Okay. And I'm sure there's days when he's going, oh my goodness, please help me. <laughs> we, we, we need to get a better partnership here. Um, yeah. But that's as political as we're going to get tonight because we've got a lot of fun things to talk about. And that uh, that uh, holiday that's uh, not really a holiday, but it's it's one that my kids, oh my goodness, I mean, outside of Christmas, there is no holiday they talk about more than the one coming up next Tuesday. And I've got an Indiana Jones in the house this year. I don't know what uh, my daughter's going to be. I don't know what the other two are going to be, but Jonathan, he's he's gonna he's gonna have the whip. He's gonna have the the hat, the leather jacket. Look out, the world! Here, here comes Indy. You know. Okay, Indy, that's great. And and what are you dressing up as, Kevin McCullough? I just said I'm the I'm I'm going to be deftly uh dis, uh, uh hidden mm. as a middle aged dad. Yeah. My, okay. my costume's well, going to be so spot right on, in. you won't even recognize me. That's how good it'll be. <laughs> you're one of those uh, dads on the commercial that you can't quite figure out, like you're becoming your parents. <laughs> well, I had been wearing my, my Jason Witten Cowboys jersey like for the last four years, and then the other night at dinner, Charlotte goes, um, well, Dad, I, we know what you're going to be. You're going to be a football player. You're going to be a Dallas Cowboy. And I'm like, uh, okay, I won't do that this year. <laughs> Well, if you happen to be in New York City on Halloween, Tuesday the 31st, and you're in Midtown or Times Square, um, Ellen Stardust Diner is hosting a Halloween costume contest. So, Kevin, I'm going to give you a little bit of time to think about what Broadway (laughs) costume you might want to participate in in the contest, which will be judged at 5 p.m. Well, rumor has it you have a thought or two about what I should be. So I'll I'll gladly, when, when you tell me time's up and we have to reveal, you can tell me what uh-huh. you think I should be first, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, well, I think it's something that you could easily wear. It doesn't take a whole lot of effort, <laughs> so, uh, but I think you would be perfect at it. So, and then um, you know, so Ellen is going to join us um, with Scott Barbarino uh, to talk about the first ever Ellen Stardust Halloween costume contest. And Scott's so. the music director for Ellen. Yeah. He is the, uh, he has a bit of a Broadway the, background himself. He puts together the programming. He hires the Stardusters, most of whom are from the Broadway stage. And what's great about working there, uh, so many of the Stardusters say, is that they are flexible so that they can go to auditions. And if they do get a yeah. part in the ensemble, which may not be forever, you know, they can come back and return to Ellen. So it really is a wonderful space for Broadway uh, theater uh, actors, performers. Um, it's very, very uh, And it's inviting. not a bad meal. Like, you get some pretty good quality entertainment in there, along with yep. some delicious food. So it uh, works out pretty well. Well, we've got a lot to uh, get to. And then after that, we're going to talk. Um, we're going to hit one of the boroughs, are we not? Yeah, yeah. we're going to go out to Brooklyn. Uh, Chad Cooper's going to join us from the Brooklyn Conservatory of Music. He's a first-time guest, and I'm really excited to hear more about that because as, as scanning on their website, they've got so many offerings, uh, and also for Halloween. They work a lot with kids, so I'm looking forward to learning more uh, from Chad Cooper. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, that'll be coming up a little bit later as well. And then, of course, before we're done, the spooktacular weekend tips for the things that you can do this spooktacular <laughs> night. So, AB in the show prep t- titled this the spooktacular episode of, of Radio Night Live. So I guess it's like the theme of the night. We have to be the spooktacular uh, Christine and the spooktacular KMC. And uh, we will spooktacularly continue momentarily. Uh, we are coming back from New York. Stay here.
All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Thank you for listening to this station and for caring about the world around you. It's one of the reasons why we exist at Salem Communications. And in our New York radio stations, every year, we welcome back our friends, Food for the Poor. Paul Jacobs is here. And, Paul, we're helping countries like Guatemala and Haiti and children that live there. Why? Well, the basic reason is because these are children just like your children that need help, that do not eat every day. These are parents just like you that care about how their children is raised and don't have to worry anymore of how they're going to keep a roof over their children's head. They're going to provide them an education and give them food to eat. That that can be answered with one act of generosity. Call 855-919-4673, 855-919-4673. You can also give online at am970theanswer.com, but the easiest way is just to call, 855-919-4673. Listen to AM970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. When the government used emergency edicts during COVID to restrict the gathering and worship of churches, Three pastors facing the risk of imprisonment, unlimited fines, and their own churches being ripped apart took a courageous stand and reopened their doors in the face of a world that chose to comply. The Essential Church is a feature-length documentary that explores the struggle between the church and government throughout history. This fascinating story uncovers those who've sacrificed their lives throughout history for what they truly believe in. We discover why the church is essential and how we prove that this stand remains true from a scientific, legal, and most importantly, biblical perspective. This is not your typical movie. It'll change your life. You need to see this movie with your friends and family. The Essential Church is streaming today exclusively at SalemNow.com. That's Essential Church, streaming at SalemNow.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. (laughs) So tune in. Eye on Real Estate. Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts, tell them like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Dennis Prager says we are lacking something today. Why do people believe Hamas? If in World War II, the Nazis had made a, a, a statement and the Allies had made a counterstatement, would people assume that the Nazi statement was true? Why does the same common sense not apply today? And there is an answer, because our moral compass is broken today. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 970. The answer. Our hosts, tell them like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970. The answer. Of all the boys, boys, boys. And now, boys, from boys, New York, boys, boys, back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right, it's a fun Friday here at uh, Radio Night Live, and as per usual, we intend to have a lot of fun tonight, and Christine, that always includes the very special guests, and A.B. told us early in the week, she goes, guys, we got something kind of fun to celebrate tonight, so I'm going to let you have the honors uh, introducing our, our next special guest who's making a return yes. to uh, to the show. Well, it's always great to have Ellen Hart from Ellen Stardust Diner on the show. Uh, but the reason why it's so special today, Kevin, is because today happens to be the MTA's 119th birthday. And Ellen Hart got her start as Miss Subway 1959. So it all comes full circle. See how we're on track. See how oh. that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Ellen, we're so happy to have you back on Radio Net Live. I, you know, I just want our listeners 
to uh, get the background of how you started in your stardom, which led to the Stardust Diner. I started as a beauty queen in Jamaica High School, and I won the contest of Miss Subway 1959, giving away my age, but... <laughs> A woman that will tell her age will tell everything. Is that what they say? <laughs> Ooh, well, do tell, do tell. <laughs> so so um, I won for the prettiest girl in Jamaica High, went on to be Miss Subway, got a lot of adulation and fame and local fame, Queens fame where I grew up, and um, then went on to uh, open up restaurants. And we started small. We started, my husband and I was alive at the time. He, passed on 13 years ago but anyway we started together and we opened Ellen's Cafe downtown 270 Broadway you know that area I do know I, City Hall. absolutely and it was the place to be if you ever needed absolutely. to have a if you needed to have like a power breakfast a power lunch you went to Ellen's and bakery goods yes. you know delivered to City Hall and all that that whole area which I loved and then we went out of business in 2001 because of the fact that my, the New York State Building in 1927 went went uh, residential and started selling multi-million-dollar condos. Who knew, you know, that that area of Broadway and Chambers would have that situation? So we moved on to um, Stardust Diner. We opened up initially on 56th Street and Sixth Avenue without singing waiters. But then because I, I was a singer uh, back in the day, and I did sing at the National Anthem at the Ranger and Nick Games, um, we decided to add singing waiters and moved on to 51st Street and Broadway and had a bigger, grander place, I hope. And it's very well known as known throughout the country. And we're doing something really special on Halloween with <laughs> Scott Barberino, my musical director, who directs the way, singing waiters, will tell you about. And he just happens to be here with us. Hey, Scott. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. And, you know, what's not, I mean, Halloween is probably one of the most exciting times of the year in New York because we've got, like, the, one of the world's biggest parades and we have so many theatrical types that are going to be dressing up and probably a lot of them just taking things right out of the closet and getting dressed because, you know, it's New York. It's New York, right? We all, we all have costumes. And we, we are the original Rocky Horror Show. That's yeah, us. We are. We are. Um, at Ellen Sturdestina, we celebrate all year long with music and, and performance, but Halloween is special. Um, we're going to be uh, pulling out all the stops as far as the Spooky music goes. Uh, we will be, of course, uh, making sure that we cover Monster Mash, which is the classic, which is also very New York um, sound. And then uh, we've got a couple of nice pieces we're doing as well. Uh, we're doing a piece from Sweeney Todd. We're doing the opening from Sweeney Todd. And uh, we're also doing the classic, I Put a Spell on You, which ever since uh, that, Bette Midler, that little Bette Midler movie, everybody's got that song included in their sets. So we've got plenty of music, and uh, on uh, Halloween we are um, going to be open and hosting and bringing in hopefully press to see us. I know that we are expecting uh, an early morning visit from one of the uh, television stations here in town to see what we're up to. So we're looking forward to having PIX in the house. Now, Alan, Excellent. can you can you confirm for the for the um, the foodies that are listening uh, as to whether or not there's a special Halloween shake being prepared this year. We have a special Halloween shake, vanilla ice cream, uh, orange flavoring with uh, sprinkles and scary sprinkles, scary sprinkles and monster, monster mash things on it. And it's going to be really fabulous. And, and on top, sounds frightening. One of those orange peeps. It's a the shape of a jack o' lantern. So plenty of sugar in that drink. Now, 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 peeps okay, are frightening. So myself. the fact that you're adding a peep to it that's that's scary enough for me. I'll just I'll just yeah. keep it right there. And one day we can have sugar. It's still one of those days, and Christine, I don't know what it's like for you, but in our house, I was raised very like, like you could have a little bit of sugar after dinner because like it would spoil <laughs> your dinner. You don't have big desserts. My bride 
they come home from Hall- from Halloween. She's like, okay, start digging in. And she just lets them go. And I'm like, what are we doing to these kids? She's like, it's one day a year. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to just uh, take our trick-or-treat bags and roll them. We, we used uh, pillowcases because it was like such a payday, really. And my sister and I would just dump it on the living room floor and we would fight over, you know, who had, I'll trade you a Reese's for a Hershey's or I'll trade you, you know. And then we put the dum-dums on the side and, you know, the occasional apple. Remember, they used to also give you uh, coins. We used to do uh, trick or treat or UNICEF, right? We used to be, yeah, we used to pick up. Uh, but Ellen, I mean, you mentioned about the shake. It sounds delicious, like a creamsicle almost. If it's got some orange and vanilla. I thought so too. I thought it tasted like a creamsicle. Oh, and you know, so we have Cookie Monster. We have all kinds of shakes, but that's going to be special for Halloween. And tell us a little bit on how you guys. Uh, create these shakes and what's the what's the approval process if you will everyone does a tasting all the managers get together and uh, try out the various recipes with our you know soda jerk we used to call them a soda jerk I don't know if we still do but that was the name for a guy doing the sodas and the I think ice it's still allowed at this point. Is that what they call them? What do they yeah, call them? But, but give, a, give it a week or two okay. we'll, they'll try to cancel it but for now I think it's okay Okay. Although I'm, I'm told with uh, Scott, I mean, I think they're called now shakeologists. Oh, right? really? <laughs> That's quite a phrase, but we're a 1950s diner, so what do we know, you know? <laughs> so your shakeologist has made this scary Halloween shake, but you have the Cookie Monster shake. My personal favorite is the Jimmy Fallon. Ellen, what is yours, Scott, and what is your go-to shake? Then cookies and cream is really good. Okay. And we have uh, a s'more shake as well. So if any of us, and we are all from around here, huh? We remember those day, those nights in the summer where we would get the, we have the fire cooking out in the back, and at the end we'd make s'mores with the. My kids still ask for them every summer. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and we have a shake that we that we have that includes all of those ingredients of the s'more, including marshmallows on top, which we. Uh, we cook on the top. We, we heat them up and oh, them up. give them that little bit of a crisp, you know? Well, we're speaking with um, Ellen Hart and Scott Barbarino of Ellen Stardust Diner. There's a lot of fun scheduled for Halloween. We're going to continue our chat with them for another few minutes. Keep it right here at Radio Night Live. I'm Keith Peters reporting the latest Israel-Hamas war has quickly become the deadliest and most destructive in the long history of the bitter enemies. More Israelis and Palestinians have been killed than in any of the four previous wars dating to late 2008. Over 1,400 Israelis were killed in the Hamas attack on October 7th. More Palestinians and Israelis are displaced than ever before. And Israeli airstrikes throughout the Gaza Strip have wrought unprecedented destruction by flattening entire neighborhoods. The U.N. General Assembly has approved a non-binding resolution calling for a humanitarian truce in Gaza, leading to a cessation of hostilities between Israel and Gaza's Hamas rulers. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 366 points. The Nasdaq rose 47. More details at srnnews.com. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pragertopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pragertopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager. Pragertopia Unlimited. Go to Pragertopia com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. AM 970. The answer. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We are proud, proud to serve, to serve our country, to serve our local communities, to wear the uniform, to be a soldier. The hills run when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We are always ready. We're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. Now more than ever, you need to stay ahead of turbulent markets and money-grubbing politicians. That's why you need Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. A Retirement Watch subscription gives you must-have advice on all aspects of your retirement. Independent advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter. You'll also get Bob Bob's five model portfolios and five free reports, including the hidden rules of retirement, hidden real estate tax bombs to avoid, cashing in on Congress's $350,000 retirement shocker, plus two more free reports and an exclusive conference call with Bob Carlson answering your retirement questions. The newsletter, free reports, the conference call, all for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com, yourretirementwatch.com. That's yourretirementwatch.com. Paige Rue here, host of Reloaded, a reality show about my life as a girl to girl raised in a gun store. Yes, you heard that right, a gun store. We're a family on range in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a firearms instructor, and my passion is to empower Americans to exercise their Second Amendment rights. This series is full of ups and downs, laughs, family drama, and of course, a lot of ammo. Join me and my family run three successful gun ranges while I prepare for the most difficult event of my life. You can find every episode now only at SalemNow.com. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. And we're back live from New York. Uh, we uh, love talking about the holidays at Radio Night Live. And on Fun Friday, we just have all kinds of fun. Tonight, we're being a little spooky, uh, talking Halloween fun with the uh, Ellen Stardust team, Helen Hart, Ellen Hart and Scott Barbarino. Scott is the music director, and Ellen, of course, is the founder. Um, and, Christine, you you were waving your hand going to break. <laughs> you, you, you had a s'mores recipe for well, us or something. Well, no, it's just that when Scott said, you know, we're all around here, and don't you remember uh, cooking? s'mores on the bonfire or on the right of oh, the barbecue okay so here's how we did it in our apartment building <laughs> we had gas we have a gas stove so we would actually toast the marshmallows with like a big fork okay <laughs> and then when they got all gooey we would have tin foil and the graham cracker the hershey's and we plop it all together but we would be able to make the s'mores in our apartment so anybody can make s'mores and enjoy it uh but if you want to leave it to the professionals, go to, go to Helen Stardust Diner and have a s'more shake. Um, not only on Halloween, any day, but getting back to Halloween, Ellen and Scott, you are now hosting on Halloween a first ever, I believe, Ellen Stardust Diner Halloween costume contest. Tell Uh-oh. our listeners how they can participate. Yes, we're, um, you know, they can uh, come in or they can... Email Ellen Stardust Diner, and they can, you know, appear around five o'clock. We're having that contest, and we're giving away prizes: a hundred, seventy-five dollar, and fifty dollar prizes. Wow! And we'd love wow. to see as many people as possible to make this contest a lot of fun. So that's set for five p.m. So hopefully, people that are getting ready to go out to the parade, which I think is at around eight. And other things, know that they can stop by at our location, 51st and Broadway, and they can come in costume, and they will. we will be judging that costume party between 5 and 5.30. They can have a little bit of a, sh- maybe a, a nice alcoholic shake, by the way. We have those. Oh. Now, we didn't mention that before. Now I'm interested. <laughs> we have adult Forget the sugar. Shake. Give me yeah. the adult beverage. Yes. We have adult beverage <laughs> shakes. And we will um, give those, those are gift cards. Of 175 and 50 and help make somebody's, start somebody's night off on Halloween in the right way. So we are a, so I've got a question, Ellen. Party. 
Broadway stars and Broadway characters are the costumes that we're looking for. And we'll be there to greet them. Oh. We're going to be in our own costumes. I think I'm going to be Wonder Woman this time. And Scott, what are you going to be? I will be coming as Mrs. Lovett from Sweeney Todd. Ooh, that's a good one. Wow. A good one? Now, if I had to guess what Kevin McCullough would be, uh, I would have to say he'd be the Phantom, because he is like a Phantom fanatic. <laughs> right? Am I right? So, Kevin, come on in. My my preference would be, you know, Jean Valjean or something, you know, like that. I, I don't like being the, the quasi-bad guy anti-hero. It's like it's too confusing of a role for me. Hmm. I think I'd have to go with Annie, right? I don't know. A.B., it, we're, we're throwing it to you. If you had to pick a Halloween costume and it has to be a Broadway character. It has to be a Broadway character. <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking? Who's your go-to Broadway character costume? Oh, gosh. My go-to Broadway character costume. That's a tough one for me because there's so many to... I think I'm going to do Roxy Hart from Chicago. Oh, that would oh, be fun. That's good. Yeah, there I mean, you if go. you were in doubt, you I would say because you're so beautiful, you should be a princess. I know. Well, she oh, could be a princess. Thank you, Ellen. If anybody, if, for those of you that don't know, Avi looks very much like uh, the princess who is now located on the West Coast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if she's still a princess. But you know what you could have said if you really were stumped is you could say, I'm, I'm, I'm Godot. Because everybody's waiting for him, and he never shows up. So we never know what Godot looks like, <laughs> waiting for Godot. Sorry, that's just a little Broadway humor there. <laughs> I love it. That's it. That's it. Well, if I if I had my druthers, I think probably my, my real preference would be Olaf. But I'm not sure that Frozen, you know, but it, that's my style of character. Uh-huh. Plus, I have such a stark resemblance to him. You know, it's just just. So really you're going to come in? This is really so exciting. Uh, so, uh, well, let me just make sure. You can watch it on PIX in the morning. There's going to be a sneak preview on PIX Channel 11 on Halloween morning. Then at 11 o'clock, they've got the press conference to explain it all and to showcase the Stardusters. They're going to sing a couple of songs. Uh, and then at 5 o'clock, as folks are on their way to the parade, they can show up in their costumes, Broadway-themed costumes, and they can win one of three prizes to Ellen Stardust Diner. Ellen, is, Ellen Hart, Scott Barbarino, you are always amazing guests. We love what you do. Thank you so much for joining us on Radio Night Live. Ken, you got the last word. We love your yeah. show. Well, right. thank you. you the feeling is mutual, Ellen. Is thank fun, you so much. Sure. All right, we're coming right back from New York. Don't go away. Kevin McCullough, every year, Food for the Poor, our very good friends, uh, come back uh, to Salem, New York, and they talk to our radio station's audiences about the great work that they're doing, and they remind us that there are people who are hungry and who are thirsty. Paul Jacobs is back with us. Paul, uh, we are trying to help people in the countries that you've just returned from. What did you see when you were there? I was just visiting a community and just, I mean, you think you land in the airport in places like Honduras and you drive out over an hour far from the city, far from the lights, and you meet families like Lourdes and Wilfredo. It was striking when I met this couple because Wilfredo was permanently injured on the job. He is no longer able to work, and it's left to his wife to bear the responsibility of being the provider for the entire family. The shame on this father's face was palpable. You could see it in his face. You could see it in his eyes. But what struck me was when she said to me, as a mom, she only earns probably $2 a day working two and three jobs. I was fascinated with the fact that she she kind of held it together. You know, she told her story about the children not eating every day. Sometimes she would have to save her meal for tomorrow because she didn't know if there would be a meal tomorrow. But when she looked at her children and she would talk to me and tell me how they struggled, she would look at her small children and she would tell me how they don't eat every day. She would look at her small children and then she looked back to me and the inevitable happened. That one tear broke. Her eyes began to well up. The shame and the hurt on this mother was so evident. And I dare say that your gift of a gift of $175, your generosity, would turn that mother's heart back into hope because she can feed her children properly. 
Friends, give that mother hope. 855-919-4673. You can also give online at am970theanswer.com or just call 855-919-4673. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Josh Edwards, a stenographer who has served for more than a thousand depositions, arbitrations, hearings, etc. I, I don't think people understand that there are lots of different kind of revenue options with court reporting. I encourage people to check it out. And Josh Edwards, you're a perfect example as to why. So we start our captioners at my company at $100 an hour, and there's a two-hour minimum per job. You know, when we send an email saying, hey, we have a job starting at 9 o'clock on Monday morning, are you free for it? Even if that job cancels within a day or if it only goes for half an hour or 75 minutes, they're still going to earn a minimum of $200 for that time slot. I encourage people to check it out. Email info at plazacollege.edu. And they have an introductory thing to just click the link and get the info. And Josh Edwards, you're a perfect example as to why. That's got to feel good and awfully rewarding. Thanks for spending some time with us. My pleasure. And, you know, I, I'm not bragging to say, but I am very happy and thankful that it has been a six-figure career every year since I started. Email info at plazacollege.edu. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. And we're back, uh, the spooktacular edition of, uh, can we use that word anymore, Christine? I think we've kind of bludgeoned it at this point. Probably. It's, it's probably too scary to keep using. Anyway, uh, glad to have you with us. Of course, Halloween is next week, and we're giving you all this fun stuff. And somebody else, somewhere else, that's doing some fun things around the season is the Brooklyn Conservatory, where the executive director, Mr. Chad Cooper, now joins us. Hello, Chad. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. So what's going on at the Brooklyn Conservatory of Music these days? Well, uh, school year has started. Um, as you uh, all probably know, BKCM is a nonprofit community music school We're based in Brooklyn. We have about 7,000 students um, who we provide music education and music therapy to. So about 1,000 come to our building in Park Slope. But most of our students uh, never set foot in our building. We see them at almost 80 uh, schools and community-based organizations, senior centers, homeless shelters, and other community partner sites uh, across the five boroughs. So um, it's incredibly busy time, and uh, we have, a, in addition to all the music education, music therapy we do, we host uh, uh, concerts and events and holiday celebrations throughout the year. Well, I noticed on your website, Chad Cooper, that you have amazing offerings for Halloween. So you want to let our listeners know, especially those in Brooklyn, like our friends, the Jamesons, if you're listening, Wendell. (laughs) Well, we do. I think that the... um the crowning event is Boo KCM, uh, which is uh, our our annual um, kind of um, music and 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 mischief um, Halloween trick or treating night event at the conservatory, where oftentimes hundreds, if not thousands, of people kind of traipse through uh, our gardens and and get spooked and get candy and hear live uh, live music. Um, we have, um, we're showing on Saturday, this Saturday, October the 28th, uh, in our concert hall at 6 p.m. Uh, it's movie night, the nightmare before Christmas oh. for kids and adults. Uh, we have a not scary, uh, sensory friendly Halloween concert. 
which will be uh, a highly interactive and inclusive event led by Lloyd Miller, one of our longtime music therapists. And this is uh, a Halloween Halloween festivities that are specifically designed for neurodiverse children and really children of all abilities between the ages of three and twelve and their families. Um, so we have we have lots lots of events um, for for everyone. Um, and, uh, and, and Halloween for us is just a, a prelude to many more great events in, in November. So Chad, I've got a question and, and if you don't feel qualified to answer it, just feel free to tell me to be quiet. Um, most people. Or make stuff so, up. You can do that yeah, too. Yeah, you can always I mean, do that too. <laughs> but since you're the executive director of the Brooklyn Conservatory of Music, I think you would be qualified at least to field the question. And that is, what's the scariest piece of music that's ever been written? Dun 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 dun. What if, something by Wagner, probably, he's, right? <laughs> he's thinking hard. I don't know. I, I think it's like the jingle that the Mr. Softy truck plays. Oh. When, when it's Actually, like parked, when it's like parked outside my office for like three hours on a yeah. summer. Day. That is frightening. Yeah. And it's an I earworm saw, that yeah. won't leave. It won't right. leave. Right. And I kind of uh, imagine it like with us. You know, like imposed in like a like a like a psycho like, yeah. you know. So the same thing goes through my heart when I one. hear the Mr. Softy truck driving into our neighborhood because I know shortly thereafter multiple hands will be reaching for me, going, "Dad, it's uh, here." Yeah. <laughs> there goes a couple of twenties. But yeah. uh, but Chad, tell our listeners where on Halloween night or if they want to go to the movies, exactly uh where it's located and how they can get there. Yeah. Sure. So uh the conservatory is based in Park Slope. Um we're at the corner of Seventh and Lincoln and uh so we're uh easily accessible by public transportation. The the two three uh Grand Army Plaza is only a couple blocks away from us as is the BQ um, on Flatbush. Um, and then, you know, for those who haven't trick-or-treated in Park Slope, um, the neighborhood really is a one, like many neighborhoods in New York City, it's, it is an amazing night. There's a, there is a um, Park Slope trick or, you know, Halloween parade uh, yes. that, that um, kind of, Travels through the neighborhood, and and we're actually going to be uh, on the on the back end of that parade too, providing um, music as it oh, as fun. it and the parade kind of spills out into uh, the old stone park. Well, this is the real question: Is that neighborhood? Are they the ones that give out the full size candy bars or the fun size? <laughs> uh, they give out like the non sugar vegan size. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, my kids just uh, said, nope, we're not going there. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is, it's, you know, you, you do well. I mean, uh, I grew up in the Midwest, so and out, out in the suburbs of, of St. Louis. So I, I never, until I moved to New York City 20-plus years ago, didn't know what Halloween was like in in this in New York City. Halloween, amazing. and A little different, yep. It's, you know, when, yeah, you know. They, they take it to a When the Rite Aid and the Indian restaurant and Bank of America and, you know, you know, the, the hair salon are all like handing out candy along with, you know, thousands of neighbors. You, you know, you've, you've, you're doing a Halloween in, in New York. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, and look, I think we are the, uh, the home of theatrical Broadway and, and all of, you know, think about who's living in New York and all five boroughs and especially Brooklyn. They take it to the next level and they look at Halloween as just an opera, a, a wonderful holiday that is so inclusive for all as well, which I think is why it's so popular in New York. Halloween, Thanksgiving. I mean, it's really a beautiful, beautiful time of year. It makes me so happy. Uh, as soon as I see the Halloween, uh, stuff come out in the, uh, in the Dwayne Reed, I I'm like, okay, it's starting to feel a lot yeah, but like. But come the on, holiday. July is a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's a no, tad it's early. August. It's usually <laughs> August, and then I know that school is going to be starting soon. So it's like the most wonderful time of the year. I'm speaking as a parent, of course. Yes. <laughs> and I'm nodding in agreement as a parent. Yes. We'll start well, it again. Uh, well, this sounds so exciting, and I, I might have to uh, make it to Park Slope. And being that it is the MTA's birthday today. Folks, do take uh, mass transit to get to the Brooklyn Conservatory, which is really a beautiful organization. It's got uh, so much offerings. And it, I love, Chad, what you mentioned, that so much of what you do is not confined to four walls, but you're going into different schools and you're giving music 
uh, to over 7,000 kids each year, That's public incredible. school kids. That's really, really fantastic. Especially when you hear the stories, Christine, about schools losing their music programs mm-hmm. and to have an organization like the Brooklyn Conservatory that can, can supplement that or bring music to kids that aren't, that just aren't otherwise getting it. I think music is part of your educational process that should be required. I want music in the lives of kids uh, every day. So, Chad, keep you up the too. great work. And Thank uh, you. come on back and see us again sometime. Love to. Thank you for having me. Coming back uh, from Times Square, we got to talk tips for your weekend. Stay here. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Thank you for listening to this station and for caring about the world around you. It's one of the reasons why we exist at Salem Communications. And in our New York radio stations, every year, we welcome back our friends, Food for the Poor. Paul Jacobs is here. And, Paul, we're helping countries like Guatemala and Haiti and children that live there. Why? Well, the basic reason is because these are children just like your children that need help, that do not eat every day. These are parents just like you that care about how their children is raised and don't have to worry anymore of how they're going to keep a roof over their children's head. They're going to provide them an education and give them food to eat. That that can be answered with one act of generosity. Call 855-919-4673, 855-919-4673. You can also give online at am970theanswer.com, but the easiest way is just to call, 855-919-4673. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two Two hand towels and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code Joe P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code Joe P to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article. So I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. It's my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names, and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. Tap into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. Thank you for finally noticing. AM 97, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. Final few minutes on this fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live, the Halloween edition. <laughs> Did I scare you? I was trying to scare you. Is it scary, AB? I can't tell if I'm scary or not. Anyway, here's some non-scary tips for you for your holiday weekend uh, from Christine Nicholas, who's going well, as just, what again? Uh, well, I might Annie? go. Did as, you say Annie? I, I, I could go as Annie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. I mean, it's a popular costume but uh for those of you that want to be part of the ellen's stardust diner contest for costume contest broadway themed for halloween come on by 
Ellen Stardust Diner, 1650 Broadway. That's 51st Street. And uh, you can get a delicious spooky shake, too. For more information, ellenstardustdiner.com. Also, Ellen mentioned that you might be able to email in a picture of you if you're not able to make it, which sounds fantastic. We also want to thank our friends from the uh, Brooklyn Conservatory. Up, oh, we see Chad Cooper. He was an amazing guest. Uh, so Chad um, told us all about the wonderful events that they're having to celebrate Halloween, which is fantastic. And, A.B., I'm going to throw the rest of the tips. You are going to be our guest tipster today. So, A.B. Byrne, <laughs> what do you want to do? How did oh that my happen? Gosh, You're getting all well, kinds of star time tonight, A.B. I know. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about so it. What, so what else do we have I... for this weekend? So we have so much going on, but I do want to shout out, of course, to our guest, Ellen Hart, who is Miss Subway 1959. And as Christine mentioned, it is the 119th birthday for the Subway. Amazing. It was founded in October 27th, 1904. And what's fantastic is our upcoming guest next Friday, Caroline Hirsch herself, will be joining us to talk about an actual partnership with the MTA with some comedians making announcements on your subway commute. How exciting is that? So be on the lookout for that. We're looking forward to it and welcoming Caroline next and week. Isn't the and comedy then, festival just around the corner? Yep, well? It's, well, it's November yes. 3rd through the 11th and yeah. uh, you got to listen for those uh, announcements by the comedians um, and Nicole Byer is one of them who is so amazing. We love her. I want to um, find the Tracy Morgan train. Because I just want to hear Tracy Morgan on the subway. Yeah, not not this year, but maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll tap into Tracy next next year. But yeah, cool. there are still some tickets left for the uh, for the New York Comedy Festival. So just go online and pick your tickets. Um, and yeah, also don't forget the Halloween parade down in the village. That is really spectacular. I want to give a shout out to uh, Roger Clark, who is one of the hosts for that spectacular. Spectacular, and then there's also the Blaze, which we know up, up if you want to get out of town, um, go up to Sleepy Hollow into uh, that area because there's just so much to do. Well, and we're a little thin uh, on this particular week of tips because for the first time in forever, the two New York football teams are playing each other, and neither one of them really care about winning because they're not committed to having a winning season. Either club is not committed to having a winning season, and there's no New York baseball team in action. Uh, in the mm. postseason now. So it's like Thanks. there's, you know, it's just quiet on the sports front right now. We haven't really revved up hockey and NBA just yet. So Yeah, there's always apple picking. You can go to Masters. There's always <laughs> well, guess, fall, guess who's doing Guess who's doing the great pumpkin uh, escape as soon as we're off the air tonight. All right. We're, we're, we're hitting it. So awesome. yeah, we got it. We'll have fun. All right. Ladies, always a great time. And again, thanks to everybody who was on the show. The Brooklyn Conservatory, Chad Cooper, Ellen Stardust Diner, Scott Barbarino, and Ellen Hart. Uh, Kevin McCullough, Christine Nicholas, and AB and the rest of the team. We will see you again next week.